Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is avoiding falsity. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. The title of this program is Shedding Shackles. Letting go of the baggage from the past. You know, we all accumulate a lot of baggage, don't we? And all of that baggage, all of the memories that we have, for example, not to mention things that we accumulate, it represents our fallen life, our life walking in the darkness, and our identity, our worldly identity, is composed of all of those, all of those memories that we accumulate. And then it is also a falsity, a false way of living and moving and having your being. And so, for example, let us say that a little situation arises with a member of your family and you wish to to counsel them. Well, what do you do? You drag up what you think are appropriate memories from the past that you can tell them about, and you glue them together in a kind of a false, shallow, superficial way of of trying to get them to see you in a good light. And even if the things from your past are not good and you're trying to tell them, hey, don't do what I did, which is, of course, legitimate, Nevertheless, you sort of want them to see you in a good light now. In other words, they, you want them to see that you, you, are, you, are, you are sacrificing or you are downplaying or, or talking negatively about what you once did as if now you were better. Well, to some extent, you may be a little better. You may not be doing what you used to do that was wrong because now you're older and you don't have the energy anymore and you're afraid. Or you may have learned a couple of lessons. You know, like a dog that puts his nose on the hot stove, well, he learns a lesson. So maybe you learned a, a lesson along the way, but there's still something false there, and that's the problem. So yeah, the memories that you put together and all the little accumulated facts and little stories and little jokes and little clever things that you say to try to impress other people, including the members of your own family, why, they are one thing, but then it's the falsity. It's the falsity, the false, shallow thing that you have become, an ego pride. Uh, A pride clothed, a spirit of pride, a spirit of false falsity, clothed with the patchwork quilt of all of those memories that you have pulled together and all the little things that you have memorized. and, And you pull them all together and you present this falsity 
to the world. Now, some people can see how false you are. They're not fooled. Hopefully they don't resent you. But you still bamboozle some people. Yes, you do. You're so clever and you know how to smile and, and act coy and act shy. and You're very good at putting on an act for other people. But it's false. It's a spirit of false pride. And when you look in the Bible, Jesus, he didn't have a, that false spirit. He didn't have it. He did not have that false spirit. He was genuine. He was transparent. He said, of myself, I can do nothing. What the Father wills and what the Father shows me, then that I do. And what he did, coming from the Father, had no falsity in it. And so, let us talk now about shedding the shackles of the past, including that false, that spirit of pride that presents itself to the world in a false light. We'll talk about that after this announcement. I'm a man with a microphone, so I, people ask, no, I don't have a church. I do not have a church. All that would do is cramp my style and Besides, I want to set you free, not tie you down with more church, more doctrines, more obligations, more labels. People say, I'm a this or I'm a that, or I'm a that or I'm a this. All it does is divide you up from the commonality, the brotherhood and sisterhood of humankind. That's all it does. I don't need any labels. I'm just a person. And I open my mouth and I talk. And if what I say strikes a responsive chord, then that's good. And so we accumulate these things that we keep together, we hold them together to make something that we can call ourselves. But the problem is that at a certain point, a sensitive person looks at what they are and sees that what they are is just a shallow nothing, a shallow person who talks a lot and says very little, a shallow person who tries to impress others, a shallow person who puts forth false knowledge, shallow knowledge, who puts forth aphorisms and sayings and little stories and jokes and clever things that he heard or she heard in church or from other people or in a book or from some professor or read online or something, puts them forth to see if it might somehow impress the other person or move the other person. Do you, can you see that when you do that, you're a temptation? You're, you're dangling these carrots in front of them to see if they'll nibble. You are a temptation. You're dang, you dangle your false, shallow aphorisms and trite sayings and you talk about what you did and how clever it was and see and when you do that you want them to buy what you're saying or be impressed or be outraged or be shocked 
or be something or other, you want them to react to what you say, and so you're a temptation. Just like the serpent in the Garden of Eden spoke through Eve. He coached Eve. In, in her mind, he coached her. And then Eve said some things to Adam. She said them in a very shallow way. She didn't even know what she was saying, basically. Hey, Adam, let's eat, let's eat that fruit. You know, you won't die. Hey, you can be a big man. Be your own self instead of always doing what you're told. You've got to be independent. We can be like gods. We can be really smart. We can be really clever. We can figure things out for ourselves. She just said all that stuff. She didn't even know what she was saying. And so it was a, a false, shallow thing that she presented to Adam. But you know what? He went for it. He went for the falsity. And now, look at the result. The human race sprung into existence, all descendants of Adam, all descendants of that, of that fall. So what you need is to find something that's not false. You have to see the falsity in you in light of what is not false. You have to see it in light of what is not false. And when you see that in you, that falsity, and you see how you are a temptation, your weakness, either your braggadocio or your weakness, both are temptations to others, especially the members of your own family, your kids, your partner. When you see that, then what can you do but be sorry about what you see? See? And then what do you do? Well, you just sit there quietly with your sorrow, but don't resent it. Don't resent it. Don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't roll up your sleeves and try to change yourself. Just quietly see that falsity and that shallowness and realize that it is of the world. It came into you from the world. It, it's out there in the world and it, it enters, but it's not you. Maybe that's the, the best message I can give you right now. It's not you. You think it's you because that's all you've ever known. All you've ever known since you were a little child and fell when people teased you and were cruel and, and pulled on your heartstrings and they made you emotional. And then things out in the world attracted you and you went for things. And then you were teased. and Then you became ambitious in some way or other or resentful in some way or another. And it came, then the world came in, along with all the memories. See, it came in. And so there it is now. Now it's in you. It's in everyone. It's false. But it's not you. No, it's not you. It's not the real you. The real you is more like, the real you is more like you were when you were a little child before it came into you. When you were innocent and you looked at the world with fresh eyes and you were you spoke spontaneously and you didn't resent other people you just wondered about people and you were puzzled by some of the things that they did you loved your mommy and your daddy there was no hate in you no falsity in you but as time went by the school the peer group the media the 
the playground, the church, the university, the workplace. You encountered falsity and it came into you because you were open to it. See, you fell away from your own inner ground of being, the inner ground that would have protected you, that would have kept you close to your true identity. When you fell away from it, then the world came in. It rushed in through the gap. But you couldn't help yourself. You were only a little child or a teenager or a young person, and you did the best you could, but you floundered, and it got into you just like it gets into everyone else. Now you have to see this. You mustn't hate your parents. It's, it got in them. You mustn't hate the bullies and the, other, and the kids that teased you and the people at work that are false and say things behind your back. It's in them. It's in them, and it, and it teases. It taunts. It torments. It says things it doesn't mean. Or it says things it does mean, but they're not. There's no love in it. There's just tease and pressure and cruelty and hate. You must see that, but it's also in you. But see that it's not you. The real you is sorry about what you see about yourself. The real you sees that falsity and doesn't want to be that way. But you can't change yourself. You've tried. Now you must see that God can change you. He can restore you to your true identity, something like you were when you were a little child. He can restore that to you. And the falsity will leave you will dissolve away. Well, what's left of it, the remnants of it that you will see from time to time for days or weeks or months or years. You'll see it, but every time you see it, you stand back and let it go. And one day, you will be whole and clean and pure. And life will be very, very sweet, and you'll be very grateful to your Heavenly Father who rescued you from the falsity and took away the hate and took away the tears. And the sun came out and life was good. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome back to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is supported by contributions from listeners like you. To view our many free resources and make a contribution, visit SheddingShackles.com. 
Sometimes people look at their name. They see their name written somewhere, and it's not, it's not even them. They see a picture of themselves, and it doesn't even look like them anymore, somehow. But they look at themselves in the mirror, and something is looking back at them. It doesn't even seem like them. It's kind of an eerie experience, but you know what? A sensitive person, sensitive person senses that there's something false about it. I'll never forget when I was in college, I had a, a poetry teacher, a very nice man. I can't remember his name right now. It's not important. Very nice man. But I remember there was an earthquake in Los Angeles. This was a long time ago, a rather, rather large one. And he told of one lady who, who experienced the earthquake in her house and everything shook and things fall down and were broken and so on and so forth. And, and then when, it, when the earthquake was over, she looked around and said, you know what? She said, I, I'm not living my own life. I'm not living my own life, she said. And you know what she did? She started over. I think she left her things behind and started a new life. How many of us would like to start a new life and shed the identity that we have? Well, that we have acquired. Remember I said, though, it's not really you. It's, it's, the, it's, it's both the false, the false, the, see, look at it. This, here's another way of looking at it. All of your memories, or almost all of them, most of them, are the result of your responding to some sort of challenge or tease or taunt or cruelty or seduction. See, something enticed you, something challenged you, something teased you. Something tried to get to you. And when it did, even in a very subtle way, it left a memory. So all of your memories now of things you accomplished, often they were accomplished because you were challenged and teased. See, you were pressured at school. You were pressured to study more, get higher grades, do more, be more popular, be run faster, jump higher for the coach. And when you did, why, you were award, awarded and applauded for that. But you were responding to the tease and to the challenge. It didn't come, it didn't flow from within. It didn't come from within, it was a response to the external. Now it can get very confusing because a lot of times we have a talent that comes from within, or a God-given talent, like Einstein had a God-given talent, or Mozart, or Beethoven or Stephen Jobs, God-given talent. But then the world, see, they jump in, and then they tease, tease you and challenge you, and you got to be careful because they can change your reason for doing something. See, you, you might be have a natural talent for playing the violin, and you love playing the violin, but then they pressure you, and they tell you, oh, you're so good, you're better than she is, and you're better than he is, and you can do so much better, and you can win these competitions and eventually you know some people they well they just they they, they transfer they, they transfer from the inner to the outer then they become totally outer directed and then they either just continue along that line conforming and receiving shallow praise from the world or 
they rebel against it and throw the violin down and never play again. See, it can go either way. But either way, it's a response to the outside. So what you have to do is to refine the inner. Now, there can be a sorting out process. Sometimes it's not clear what, what, what is natural and what has been distorted by the outside. A lot of times you can see that someone teased you and then you became resentful and you've been doing something resentfully. Well, you can let go of the resentment. And then when you've let go of the resentment, then you're free now to either do the thing or not do it. See? And then you can do it flowing from within instead of reacting to the outside. You see what I mean? And we can also acquire guilt for things. You can acquire guilt for the things that you have. Some people throw all their possessions away because of the guilt. All you have to see is that it, is that it was done through someone's tease, for, ex for example, or pressure. Your mother pressured you to be success or something. And then just see that you resented her for that. See the resentment. Let it go. And then you're free. You may continue to do to do the thing and perhaps be successful, but now without guilt because you let go of the resentment. Or you might see that it's not really for you and then you'll quietly quietly find a different way that is you. See, it's, it, it, there's a little sorting out, but it has to be done in the light. The sorting out must be done in God's light. The same light. See, the same light that is in me is in you. You must stand back and see in that light. Do you see? And then, and then in the light, it all gets sorted out. See? It'll all get sorted out. If you try to change yourself, you try to make yourself good, you, it, you're still responding to some sort of tease, some sort of pressure, some sort of challenge, either from the outside or now speaking to you in your mind. Remember I said it gets in. That false spirit gets in. Then it talks to you in your mind, but it talks to you in a very shallow way. Oh, it says all the right things. It can quote scripture verses to you. It can quote philosophy to you. It can, it can bring back things that other people said to you. Oh, it's very clever, but it's not really you. It's the spirit of the world, the spillager. The spillage. <laughs> That's what it is, spillage. The, sp the spirit of paradise lost, the spirit of the Garden of Eden, the spirit of the knowledge of good and evil. See? Yes, that spirit can talk to you very knowledgeably and very cleverly with words, but it's shallow. So just see it. See it. Let it go in one ear and out the other. Just see it. Don't respond to it. Don't believe it. Don't disbelieve it. Don't resent it. Don't struggle with it. Don't give in to it. Just watch it. Let it pass. It's just so much babble. It's like a television at the other end of the room. You're you wake up, you were sleeping on the sofa, and you wake up, and it's 2 a.m., and there's something on television, it's just, and it's no good. It's some B-movie or some, some garbage, uh, you know, uh, infomercial. It's just nothing. It's just babble. And it just doesn't, it's just blaring away at the other end of the room, and it doesn't even phase you. It just goes in one ear and out the other. You must learn to hear people's false arguments, you must learn to, to hear the spirit, to have that spirit in your mind talking to you and just let it go in one ear and out the other. Stand back in God's light. Stand back in what is true, in what is pure, in what is sweet, in what is truthful, in what is honorable. And observe what is false in that light. 
just like a little child with your holding your father's hand as you look at something that was a little scary, but then you look at it holding father's hand and it's no longer scary. It becomes like nothing. You remember the words of Shakespeare in the famous soliloquy, Hamlet, I think. He said, life is but a walking shadow. A poor player who struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot, filled with sound and fury, but signifying nothing. Well, that's the false life of the world. The false life that gets into people. But it's not the true life. It's not eternal life. It's not life from God. You were very close to the life from God when you were a little child. Very close. You must refine that, Christ said, unless you become as a little child. And then you'll be able to see the falsity. See, your problem was you reacted to the falsity. You either believed it or you resented it, or you believed it and resented it. Or you didn't believe it, but you resented it. But it's everywhere, that falsity. You know, you have a young person walk into a corporate office somewhere, and they're fresh and innocent. And years later, they come out and they're totally changed, and they become false and shallow. But don't let it happen to you. If it has happened, which it has to some extent, then just see that it's happened. Don't resent it and realize it happens to everyone, and now you can forgive them. Now you don't have to hate people anymore. You see that what was operating through them, they it, it was beyond what they, they didn't know how to handle it. Now you know how to handle it. Stand back, get the meditation. Stand back and watch. Let God's magic light do its work and redeem you and save you from it and restore your true life and your true identity. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage, a spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Yes, it really is a good book. I highly recommend you get it. You really have to have a thorough grounding in what it means to be a husband, a wife, parent. And so it'll help you to put into practice some of the things that you learn on this program. But don't forget the meditation. It's extremely important. Remember, this is an infomercial. I'm only on once a week. So you've got to write down the web address and visit it so that you can benefit from the resources. Until next time, Lord willing, and Greek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.